Podcast, episode one, cleared for the option. I'm John. I'm Chris. And I'm Mark. And we are the In the Pattern Podcast. All right. Our first podcast, we have no idea what we're doing, but uh, we're going to wing it. No pun intended. And, uh, I like that. Good one. Yeah. And uh, we decided to do this podcast because kind of met up on Twitter, talking for a while, and come to find out all three of us are about in the same spot in our pilot training. Uh, all three of us are within a week or so of each other of soloing, it looks like. So we're just going to tell you a little bit about who we are, where we are, what got us into the aviation, and where we're flying out of, what we're flying, stuff like that. So why don't you go first, John? All right. Well, how how I got into aviation is, I, I guess, the classic. I looked up the sky, I saw a plane, and I always wanted to do it. Uh, I grew up loving aviation, space flight. God, when I was in third grade, I wanted to be an astronaut, uh, that kind of thing. So it's kind of something I always wanted to do. Um, I probably found out that you could actually become a pilot when I was eighth grade, maybe just starting high school. I checked out a ground school book out of the library and just started reading it and doing all the problems at the end of the thing and, and just kind of learning everything I could. I guess one of the the key things that helped was Flight Simulator came installed with my computer back when I bought a Windows 95 computer. It had the Flight Sim 95, you know, and you just start it up and there was Meg's Field and you're in a Cessna 182. You know, I just play around with it and I always, I always loved it. Remember that well myself. Yeah. Um, they should still start at Meg's just for the uh, nostalgia on the new one. So yeah, you know, flight sim, I always wanted to do it. I checked out that ground school book. I, you know, just started learning everything I could about it. I'd actually gotten information from the flight school I'm actually currently at, um, which was not the flight school I started flying at. I got that information. I was like, you know what? When I'm getting close to 16, I'm going to do this. Like, I want to do this. Um, at that point, it was just kind of waiting and uh, learning as much as I could. And I actually got an opportunity when I was probably about 14 or so to go to Martin State Airport, which is KMTN, Kilo, Mike, Tango, November. My mom knew a guy who was a pilot for Black & Decker. He flew a Falcon, I think it was a 900 or something like that. A gorgeous jet. So I actually got to sit in the cockpit and it was just so cool. And I just, I learned everything I could. And then eventually, you know, high school got the best of me. And, you know, I knew my parents didn't have money to send me through flight school. And I wasn't making enough of my, you know, job flipping burgers to really do it. So it kind of just fell off of my priority list until I got a Christmas present about two Christmases ago. That was a Discovery flight. Six months later, I took the Discovery flight. Two weeks later, I went to Oshkosh for the first time, which was in 2009. And after the... The combination of the two, I knew it was time to start. Yeah, what a bad combination. Discovery Flight, Oshkosh. I mean, you're, you're sunk. You're just hooked at that point. There you, there was no getting out of it. it yeah, it, it, there was just no way I couldn't do it. And I was like, I, I got back from Oshkosh, and I was like, how am I going to do this? Oh, my God, how am I going to do this? I need to do this now. I need to find the money. And I'm still, I'm entering my senior year of college. I have no money to do this. 
So I was kind of thinking, all right, well, I'll take a student loan. I'll go to the local community college. They offer a flight training course. I'll just, uh, I'll do it with them. I can take out a loan for it and I'll get my pilot's license. Turns out it was a little too close this semester to get that rolling. But um, I uh, ended up just for Christmas and my birthday, which happened to be a month apart. I asked my family, I said, the only thing I want is flight training money. And I got about $1,500 for Christmas between everyone in my family. And I said, I have enough to start. Three days later, called a flight school that a friend of mine had recommended in Bowie, Maryland, Whiskey Zero Zero, uh, right inside the DC SFRA, which I'm sure I could have a whole podcast complaining about that. But um, I started flight training, I believe it was January 7th in 894464. I had my first actual flight lesson. Um, and it, this is in addition to the Discovery flight. I had 0.7 hours of uh, instruction that day. And then since then, you know, I'm at where I am now with 25.9 hours currently as of uh, October 10th. That's my story. And you're sticking to it. Okay. You're sticking to it. Yes, I beat you to it. <laughs> We're both thinking it. All right. Well, uh, I'm Chris, and I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. I've uh, wanted to fly for quite some time, and, and, and thinking back to when did I get the bug, you know, I don't know why I didn't think more about it, about it when I was in, in high school. You know what, I, I thought about uh, maybe Air Force or something, but I wore glasses back then. Um, I have, I've had LASIK since then, and I knew I'd never get to fly a plane <laughs> if I was in the Air Force. So anyways, in high school, I knew I'd never um, be able to be a, a pilot if I went into the Air Force, so I guess maybe that's why I didn't pursue it then, although it probably would have been a better idea because, you know, I had, had a job. I was making money. I probably could have afforded to do it more than I could do it now, even though I'm making a lot more money than I was back then. It's just everything's way, way, way more expensive. But anyways, I don't know. It had to have been about 15 years ago. I was working. Uh, I, I, I worked at a car dealership, and uh, one of the guys uh, that I worked with was uh, an ex uh, F-16 pilot from out here at Luke Air Force Base. And uh, while he was waiting to get hired on with the airlines, he uh, decided to schlep some cars. So anyways, to keep, to keep time in his logbook and to keep hours, uh, he'd go rent an airplane every once in a while from uh, Glendale Airport. And one day he asked me if I wanted to go. So I called in sick. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm going. So me and him uh, flew up to Sedona to go play golf for the day. And he took it off. I flew it all the way there. He landed it. And uh, same thing coming back. I, I was like, yes, I, this is what I want to do. And a funny story about that. First of all, if you don't know Sedona Airport, you got to look it up. It's incredible. It's on top of a mesa. So flying to it, you're like gaining altitude to, to get to Sedona because it's north of Phoenix. And then you almost don't have to descend whatsoever. I think it's around, shoot, I don't know, 7,500 feet, 8,000 feet, something like that. Um, so it's pretty cool. But on the way back, we're over top of uh, Lake Pleasant. And he's like, you want to see how tight it'll turn? I'm like, yeah, sure. And without even asking him how to do it or whatever, I just, you know, yank the yoke over and, and step on the rudder and I pull back and I'm, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm I don't know, I had to been at like between a 45 and a 60 degree bank, I guess, back then. And I'm pulling back and all of a sudden you start feeling these G forces that you never really felt before and you're doing the circle. And within half a circle or so, I'm already starting to sweat and feel nauseous. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, I don't, I don't like this very much, and I turned it back straight, and uh, I got myself sick. Luckily, there was an air sick bag on board, and I, I threw up on my first flight. But still, I was hooked. <laughs> I know. Nice. But, uh, yeah, it was a long time ago, and I've always wanted to do it, but 
as the saying goes, it's either a time or a money thing. Um, I've been married now for uh, 16 years, be 17 in May, and uh, you know when you got a family and one income, it's uh, it's difficult to do. And uh, my uh, my wife went to nursing school for the last four years. She graduated in December, and money issues are not there anymore. So that's how I was uh, lucky enough to finally get going in this and uh, fly out of uh, Deer Valley Airport. That's uh, KDVT. And um, it's the number one busiest general aviation airport in uh, the country. And if it goes for the country, I would guess the world because no one has more general aviation than the United States. So, and it's all based off of takeoffs and landings. And I'm sure that the reason for that is there's three flight schools out of there. I'm doing my instruction through a, uh, a private instructor. It's a lady, and she's about mm, 70 to 73 years old, something like that. But uh, she's awesome. I'm Mark. My, uh, my aviation interests have pretty much been my entire life. I, I can remember being a kid, seeing uh, aircraft flying overhead, whether it was a GA or a commercial or whatever, and I'm thinking, man, that is what I want to do. Growing up, that was never in the cards. We'll just say that uh, financially or family-wise or whatever. Um, my goal when I was in junior high, high school was to try to get into the Air Force Academy. Didn't quite have the grades. I had the congressional recommendation, but wasn't accepted. Um, I didn't have an opportunity to go directly into college, so I went into the Air Force. Probably one of the best aviation experiences I've had in my life. I was, uh, after you know, basic training in tech school and everything else, I ended up becoming a, an F-15 crew chief. I, I saw things and did things before I was 22 that uh, the average person just doesn't get to see in their entire life. Uh, after I got out of the Air Force, uh, I came back here to the States myself through college and now I do civil engineering type work. My my wife has actually been out of nursing school for eight years and it, we ate a lot of top ramen when our kids were real little and it was it was definitely something that I'm I'm grateful that we did because we're now fortunate enough that we can do a lot of things, say a lot of things, uh, and it allows me now to, to finally follow my aviation dream and, and, and become a private pilot. Both my girls love aviation. Can't wait for me to get my license. Um, my oldest daughter wants to go to uh, Stanford, which is, you know, if, if you're not aware, is in the South Bay area. Um, <laughs> and she, uh, she's like, oh, yeah, you can come pick me up for vacations and holidays and fly back home. Um, and for those that don't know, I'm, I'm outside the Sacramento area, just a little bit north, uh, northeast of Sacramento. I do all my training uh, at two separate airports. Uh, it's one school, but they they travel back and forth between the two airports. Um, the primary is Auburn Regional. It is uh, Kilo Uniform Alpha November, and I do a lot of my pattern work at Lincoln Regional, which is Kilo Link, uh, Lima Hotel Mike. But think about that. I'm right now at 9.9 hours. I just got my endorsement tonight to do my solo after my next uh, my next lesson. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. So um, kind of a quick learner. Um, we run through maneuvers, and it, you know, my instructor goes, okay, now this is what we need to do. Now do it. And I do it. And I've, I've had pretty good success at nailing everything we've needed to do. A little rusty in a few things, you know, but, you know. I'll pick it up. We did pattern work today, and I have been training at the one uh, at the one airport, which is at like 120 foot elevation and nice and big and flat. And got back to our primary airport, which is 
kind of up in the hills, the foothills of uh, the Sierra Nevada range. And it's got a, a bowl at one end of the runway and a, basically the end of a end of an aircraft carrier at the other end. And so I'm in the pattern. I'm looking at it and things just didn't look right, you know, and I was getting bounced around and I was frustrated. And so I did two landings that weren't that great, but uh, finally figured out the site picture and, you know, started nailing it. And he's like, you know, cheering for me. He's like, yeah, that was great. I had one landing that just kissed the mains. And he's like, wow, that's probably the best landing I've had all year, you know. So I was pretty excited about that. So um, that pretty much brings me to where I'm at right now. It's been a it's been a great journey so far, and I look forward to the balance of it. And uh, hopefully, we can document some good conversation and uh, experiences here on the podcast. This about wraps us up for this podcast. Definitely look in the iTunes feed for more audio from the In the Pattern podcast. Three student pilots, a few touch and goes, never enough right rudder. We uh, look forward to doing this podcast and, and getting together and just discussing how our uh, flight training is going and, and, and just enjoying this journey to uh, getting our private pilot certificate. I guess real quick, we'll let you know where you can reach us all online. You can reach us all at podcast at inthepatternpodcast.com. Uh, you can reach me at john at inthepatternpodcast.com or on Twitter as Pilot Conway. You can find me, this is Chris, at uh, chris at inthepatternpodcast.com. Or on Twitter at uh, AZ. That's C H O L U B A Z. You can find me on my transponder at uh, AZ. And this is Mark. You can find me at Mark at InThePatternPodcast.com. On Twitter as Student Pilot Mark. And that's S T D N T Pilot Mark. And you can also find me on my transponder as M Lacoste, L A C O S T E. Well, I'd like to thank you for listening again to this first episode of In the Pattern Podcast. You can find us online at inthepatternpodcast.com and just search iTunes for In the Pattern. Hope to see you next week. Thanks for listening. Three noob pilots you'd never want in this plane at the same time. Can you imagine the instructor's eyes with three of us in the plane at the same time, trying to crawl over the front seat uh, to, to get in the left seat? My turn. My turn. Mine. 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 <laughs> this is... And we are the... <laughs> it took everything we could to come up with a, uh, with a, with a name, um, and it was funny. We, we had about six or seven names that we were trying to hem hawn around about. As a joke, I threw out there, line up and wait. I'm still not good with that. Uh. <laughs> wait. What's that? Line up and wait.